Hello, good evening, and welcome to the latest episode of Magicast. Welcome to episode 231. I hope you're having a lovely time. I hope you had a very nice weekend. Uh, it's your host, Scott Moreau. Almost forgot my name. Uh, tonight, we'll be just doing a, a, a review of, uh, should we say chaotic game yesterday between Roma and Fiorentina, which had ended one all. And we will be doing a, a preview of Roma's finale of the group stages of the Europa League when they take on the Moldova inside Sheriff Terrasball. With me tonight, fresh off off a birthday yesterday, Joey. Happy birthday for yesterday. Thank you, I Scott. Hope, I hope Roma didn't disappoint you. Of course they did. <laughs> Why would it be any other way? Scott, imagine on my birthday, we, we decide to get two red cards. What else can I ask for? I nearly lose. Actually, to be honest, Roma played better with 10 and 9 men than they did previously for the previous 30-odd minutes after Dabala's injury with 11 men. But we'll get into this. Um, so Roma is still fourth after Bologna beats Alantana, and guess who Roma play next after the Sheriff Terraceball game? Yeah, you got it. It's Bologna, in Bologna. So it'll be fourth versus fifth uh, on the Sunday, next Sunday. But we're going to do that on, on Thursday after the game against Sheriff. But Roma's still fourth. How would you describe yesterday? Chaotic? Um, bottled? Typical Roma? To be honest, they showed a lot of heart at one all with nine men. How Fiorentina didn't break it down a lot easier is a bit of a mystery, but for 30 minutes, Roma looked really good. Could have put the the throttle, gone a bit more throttle on it at one nil. Then Dabala got injured trying to tackle Arthur. Thankfully, the prognosis today is only a week, which hindsight is not great who I think me and you may have to lace our boots to play up front for Roma in the next couple of weeks because it's going to be Belotti and Al Sharari up top probably um, and then Fiorentina got into it played some really nice football Zaleski with a moment of madness it was a red card it was a poor challenge on Coyote second yellow stupid then Lukaku lost Lukaku lost the ball after he had an okay-ish game, scored a good goal, and then decided to take out Christian Kwame. It was probably <laughs> the, the most striker challenge you'll ever see in your life. And got It was a bad challenge, and it was studs high, and it was over the top. It was a red card. Bit of stupidity, and then Roma defender with nine men for 10, 12, was it 10, 15 minutes? Including seven minutes of added time. And then managed to scrape a draw, but how how do you dissect that from yesterday, Joey? Uh, it's tough. Uh, first, Scott, again, I want to thank you for the, the wishes for yesterday. So You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah, it felt nice. I mean, the game overall, though, uh, yeah, uh, on on my day, it, uh, it was really chaotic. Hard to dissect because, again, Roma keep doing the same thing over and over, Scott. I, I'm sorry. I, I keep looking at all these games and... I'm like, how are they going to achieve top four like this? They haven't beaten one team in the top eight so far. And they've played at least half, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, or close to half. They've, they've played the Milan clubs 
and they played um and they played yesterday Fiorentina Lazio. and they played Lazio which is outside Lazio. the top so they got to play Atalanta and Juve and Napoli in the, in the next 3 weeks right yeah next let's 3 say weeks we take away, that's right let's say we take away and Bologna, Bologna. Let's yeah. say we take away Bologna, they're not considered like the top eight. I'm even including Fiorentina in this because I think mm. Italiano has done a, a pretty good job with them, even though they have their own difficulties. We still have not beaten any single one of them. It's 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 shocking. I'm sorry. And getting into this game, we have a good 20 minutes, which we should have scored not only that lovely first goal from Lukaku and the link up play with Dybala, Cristantes um, 1-2, but the second goal, uh, Zaleski did very well to get by his man on the flick on, and then he hit a cutback to Dybala, who just narrowly missed. So that could have yeah, been Yeah, should have scored that. Absolutely. And even the second half, we uh, we wasted a chance where I, I don't know how I don't know how the ball uh, or what happened or how it ended up being, but a through ball was played. And there was actually a picture I looked at it. We were in on goal. There were like three attackers, and we somehow didn't score. We fluffed the chance. So it's just we we missed chances. Is that the Cristante one? I'm I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, there was one Scott. I'll send you the picture yeah. after we played a, a ball through. There was Lukaku on one side. I think there was El Sharari, and there was somebody on the right. And this was in the second half, and we just wasted a chance. Which is absolutely yeah, wasted. Was I'll find cross. it. Yeah, I'll find that we wasted a chance. And but after twenty minutes, Scott, this is the problem. We don't have a killer instincts. We're not aware of what's happening around us. We see Napoli lose. We see Milan lose. We see Lazio draw. We see everything happening around us. We don't have that killer instinct to go and finish off a game. We we played amazing for twenty minutes. We were like, we were un- looked unstoppable. Then after 20, 25 minutes, it just stopped. How, how does it just take a complete 180 and stop? Because that, that's what, it, that's what it, I looked at. And it just, it felt, uh, it, it was really concerning. And it, and it felt, it felt disheartening for me. Like I was totally like, I, I didn't know how to, how to take it. But I was like, I was asking myself, how, why are they playing this way? And they were absolutely crap until they had the red card. And then the red card made them think like, oh, shit, you know, our backs are against the wall. We got to fight hard now. You can't do that. Even when you're up one zero, you can't lay the foot off uh, the gas pedal. You got to keep going. And that, that's been a problem. Again, it's not. And this is a collective issue. This is from Mourinho to the players, um, to the way they are, to the way they play. I, I'm sorry. It's just. I know Mourinho has his way of wanting to sit back. So, I mean, after 20 minutes, you're sitting back because Dybala gets injured. I'm sorry. As important as, as it is, as much as I love Dybala, you can't fully change the way you play because of one player. You have big issues if that's the case. You can't just sit back afterwards. You know, that's that's a part blame on him. And then you have Zaleski. I mean, the coach can't control him getting a second yellow, which is absolutely stupid. Stupid second yellow. Stupid. Very stupid, yeah. Very ignorant. He should have been, I mean, you can't foresee this, but um, he should have been taken off with that first yellow and maybe not risk it, you know, in the second half. But again, it was still only in, what, the 60th minute, 65th minute? So 64th, 
And then yeah. Fiorentina scored two minutes later. Exactly. So it's hard, I, I know, to take him off. But, you know, people uh, people used to complain about Inzaghi, and Inzaghi would be so worried about taking guys off with yellow cards. He used to always do it for Inter. People laugh at him sometimes, but look, in this case, that would have actually helped us. And, uh, and we were, I was like, where's Spinazzola? Sub on. He wasn't even on the bench because he got hurt in warm-up. So it just started to crumble down from there. And then Asmund gets injured. And then Lukaku takes a stupid red. I mean, it's just, we don't need it. We obviously need him against Bologna. And he's now not going to be there. So you're you're stuck up top with Al-Sharari and Belotti. But the thing is, too, Scott, with Lukaku, as much as he's done well, and I like the way he plays Roma, you definitely need a Dybala-type player with him. Without him, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot harder. Uh, for him because he's not obviously he's not great in link up he doesn't move the ball as well that's not one of his strengths he needs to be fed the ball and the only one to seem that seems to be able to find him is Dybala so it seems we we are honestly we're we're very reliant on Dybala still even after getting all these guys and nobody else is is sort of stepping up in that particular particularly creative phase take a look at Pellegrini I mean I didn't see him at all yesterday Really, I, I don't think he did anything great. And the wing backs don't get me started. It's same issue. There's no creativity there. So all in all, the game ended up being disappointing. And again, we miss an opportunity to close in on Milan and also put us distance in front of everyone behind us. And we're going to go into next week. So I, I'm sorry. I'm going to sound very negative, but I don't give us a chance in hell winning next week. Already we're bad on the road. We don't have Dybala, Lukaku, as Moon and even Zaleski. And if um, Spinazzola is still injured, you have nobody. You can't even put out Sharari because he has to play up top. Mm. So we're kind of out of options. And we're playing a good Bologna team in Bologna. We're not even playing at home. So I don't know. It's I, I don't have good vibes for next week. And this game is really telling what Roma are this season. I think they're a team that's just going to linger on and probably end up with 5-6 because they just... They just can't seem to obviously stay on the field. And they they don't have the, – the thing for me was killer instinct. They don't have that thing where they can just, you know, punish the opponent, get the game won and done uh, – get the game over with, sorry, early, and just be done with it. They don't have that killer instinct to, to make them climb up the standings. I agree. Um, I think Celic could play left wing back next week. Yeah, it'd have to be him. Yeah, just there's going to be no creativity, but yeah. Hey, he's going to be up against Dan Doy or Cellini. So I think he's going to be against a player who likes to cut in on the left. Sorry, cut in on the right with his left or Dan Doy. He's just got express express pace and is a very tricky one. Um, I just I was disappointed because for thirty minutes yesterday they looked good until Dybala's injury had the chances, had the chance at one nil, thought they could shut up shop against a good footballing team. Then two minutes of madness just killed it. First as Zaleski yellow on Coyote. Um it was a stupid yellow because he picked one up in the first half. It was a double challenge on Jonathan Okone, who should have squared it to Bonaventura. Um, in all oh, honesty, yeah. she, I don't know how he missed that. Oh my goodness. Um, the Roma got really sloppy after about 30, 35 minutes and just like 
stopped playing football and it was very, very strange. Um, Jose's subs were a bit non-reactive also, but he brought on, I think he should have brought on Bove a little bit earlier. But, Same. And I would have taken off Lukaku, Scott, at uh, yeah. red card, 10 men. Honestly, I would have taken him off, give him a rest. You know, that game is likely going to end either in a draw or a loss for us. Thankfully, it was a draw. But put Bellotti and just make him run. But he's yeah. he's lost confidence in Bellotti, Scott, completely. I don't know why. I don't know why. It seems strange. But to be honest, he is Mourinho is trying to make chicken shit out of chicken. Uh, sorry, chicken salad out of chicken shit at the moment. Um, and we and we are fourth, and it's uh, uh, it's, only, it's it's not the end of the world. No, but Scott, my only rebuttal is I think Mourinho's a little bit afraid. Look, how I see it, I, I know he's this is his typical style, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he's adapted a little bit to what he used to be. Like, I think he's a little more um, modern than what he was in the past. I'm not saying he's completely modern, but I, I think he's trying to get up to playing better football. I, I can sort of see that. I know we don't have the players uh, probably as well, but... I'll always go back to a typical thing to go against Mourinho that people say, take a look at a team like like we mentioned Fiorentina. When I see a midfield of Duncan and Arthur, and at times they're moving the ball better than us. Look, in the final mm-hmm. third, they're, they're awful. I, I get that part. But I'm just saying moving the ball, which Roma seem to struggle with the most, they have guys like Duncan and Arthur, and they're able to to make it happen. Like They do it not only in this game, they do it in a lot of games. I just don't know why Roma are not more daring with the ball at their feet. And it's just, you know, a lot of times it's panic, they clear. Um, so you're right about the roster. It just, I don't know if the, I, I don't know if it's just this. It, it is probably just a style, but I don't know why we're afraid to, to kind of show that when sometimes I feel like we can do it. Just I don't know why we don't actually try to show it in games like this. There has been games this season where they have in Europe and in, in the league. You got the Empoli game and you got the Calorie game where they just wiped the floor and scored eleven goals. And I think was it the two home games in the Europa League where they won four 0 and two 0 wrapped up. Pretty early. Can, can they can they show it against a formidable side? For, That's yeah, what it, a formidable side. Yes, agreed. Um, but you did bring up something about the way that Roma play. Roma have changed the style this season. They've tried to play a more possession-based style um, with Paredes, Cristante, Pellegrini, Etau in midfield. I think on the commentary yesterday, the average possession stats for this season has jumped up like 9% from like 46 47% last season to 55 this season on average in games. So there is a stylistic change. We have seen that in games this season, and we saw that in the first 25 to 30 minutes yesterday. But then they just stopped. They just stopped and then gave Fiorentina the ball, which was a bit worrying. Uh, and then, then if Fiorentina could actually finish, because <laughs> um, Bonaventura hit the bar, Rory Patricia probably had his best game of the season and was clear man of the match for me. Um, pulled off three, four really, really good saves. The save right at the end of the first half to deny, was it Christian Kwame from close range? Was outstanding. Um, and there was a couple good saves in the second half. 
but my god it was a bit worrying in the second half but i i had a feeling that roma would eke it out when they went down to nine men after 87 minutes and then played the final 10 final 10 plus that stop it's time because they're just going to stick eight men behind the ball and try and play it along to either El Sharari or Bobby, which was what was on the, the note that was from the ball boy to Rui Patricio, was to try and play it long to, I think, to Cristante to win the flick on and have either Bobby or El Sharari try and, and Scott, get yeah, it long. Would, and, try. and I was at ease uh, with, with nine men in terms of defending the lead. Yeah. I don't find Fiorentina did anything. Like, this is the problem that they've had. They... They're able to bring the ball forward and possess and possess, but I don't think they're dangerous in front of goal at all. They don't seem that way, Fiorentina. That's a huge problem they have. They can't create chances, and they didn't create anything when Roma were down to nine. And no, I was I actually at ease that we were going to end up with the draw, even with the seven just, minutes. They were just whipping crosses in from the left. Was it Baragi, Sotil? Sotil came on. Yeah, it felt so easy to defend. Yeah. I, that's how I saw it. Because yeah, literally it was a back eight. And then one a little bit floating up. Um, yeah, it was. It was literally a three-five-one. No, no, no. That no. That was when. That is nine men, isn't it? Yes, three-five-one. I was trying to trying to think there. Um, yeah, oh, sorry. There was just a moment of madness there. I could be horrifically wrong, but yeah, they they stuck Duncan at right back, uh, and they brought on Maxime Lopez. Tried to swarm the midfield and tried to play through the centre. They tried to do that in the first half, and it failed. And they went a bit wider in the second half. And, it failed. And exposed, well. Yeah, exposed Roma at times. To be honest, I thought Roma defended well. I thought Christensen, not, not going forward, he didn't do the best. But defensively, but defending, yeah, he did yeah, all right. He did, he did well. Then you had the, the chaos with Luca Ranieri trying to chirp at Leandro Paredes. And then Paredes absolutely wiping out Nico Gonzalez with one of his first touches on the pitch, um, there was some tasty challenges going on. And then Very. and then Italiano just having a go at Paredes after the final whistle was just a bit strange. Like, Italiano was on the pitch for the majority of the second half, just leaving his technical area. So was Mourinho. Um, but, but you see, Scott, with I, that with Italiano, the, do you not think he should have been carded? Like, I, I find that's... Not harsh for I'm I'm I I can see what like I I didn't couldn't see his words but he was screaming. You don't tell me he he should oh, have been uh, cautioned at all. I was animated. If you book one, you probably have to put the the other, don't you? If they leave the technical area and go on to the pitch, right? But Mourinho as, gets booked as both for, were doing right. Oh, but yeah, Mourinho, Mourinho gets, gets booked for nothing, and at some Italiano, coaches, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some coaches in Serie A get booked for nothing, and then some get booked like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a topic for another day. Um, but deep down inside, this, in hindsight and in the long run, this could be a positive result, could it? Or is it one that got away? I I see it as the one that got away, Scott. Honestly, I, we had the lead okay. where we won three or four games straight at the Olympico against Fiorentina. Um, they're a very Jekyll and Hyde team. They're either they look like they're uh, prime Barcelona or they look like they're uh, I don't know someone like Empoli or yeah last season spe- yeah exactly. So and we had the lead. We were playing well. Everybody lost around us. I thought it was one that got away, Scott. And we just again, it's just it's going forward 
it's just a big problem against these teams. We just don't do it consistent. Scott, I, I, I brought this up to you last week, and it's the same statistic with the same result. You know what's that bothered me the most out of all of them? Shots on target? Only one. one How do you expect to win with only yeah. one shot on target? And yes, you can say we got two red cards, but we got we got a red card. The first uh, red card was in the 64. 64. I mean, I think you can take another shot on target before the 64th minute. So, again, it's another one for me that that got away. And we have a huge stretch coming up where, like like we mentioned, we'll do this when we do a Bologna preview, but we're missing basically our attack and uh, Zaleski and Asmu. So we're missing three attackers and Zaleski uh, against Bologna, and we're playing away. So I don't have any confidence in the El Shirari Belotti pairing, and we don't know how Belotti is. He hasn't mm. he hasn't shown up. So I I, I don't know. I, I feel this is the one that's gone away. Shit house one nil win one nil win coming next week. I think in hindsight, you never know. It could happen, Joe. You never know. The, Mourinho's done it before. When it when it you're has right, to be, Scott. That's why we, we work so well together. You you're the positive one. You bring <laughs> everyone level headed. I just uh, I rebel a bit and be the negative one to to look at it with the glass half empty. So yeah, yeah. I've watched this side shit house wins and then drop points against sides they shouldn't have and then implode. It's the Roman way. It's the Roman DNA. It, it, it's. I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. You know what? If someone doesn't know Roma. Just have them just say, watch this game. This is everything Roma's been mm. for the last little while. You get the amazing 20-minute play. You get the playing defensive and not going forward anymore. You get the chaos with screaming at the referees. You get red card, parking the bus, everybody going nuts. This is exactly Roma in one game, and this is what they've embodied for literally the last few years. It's, it, you're absolutely right. This, is a, this was a typical Roma game. Yeah, uh, the one game that I always like to bring up, and it's happened recently, is the three four against Juve. Oh, that's a oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, were three one up after Pellegrini scored that absolute worldie of a free kick, and then Juve scored three in seven minutes, and then Pellegrini missed a penalty right near the end. That's the. Exactly. That's the part. Is not even just the the fact that we're up three one and we and we were down four three. Like, okay, yeah, that's part of it. The bigger one is we actually had a chance to tie the game. And Pellegrini missed it. Exactly. Or the one with the other one. I always think of is Roma Juve in Juventus when we couldn't even get a tie at this point. We've gotten ties now recently there, but we couldn't even get a tie in Juventus. Saying we had Chic on. An absolute miscommunication by Juventus defense that uh, with that defense back then would never happen. We had a once in a lifetime golden opportunity with a one on one breakaway with Sheik on Chesney, and we botched it to tie the game, like in injury time. That is typical, typical Roma. It's given to you on a, a silver platter, and you do nothing with it. That happened roughly about this time six years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, because it was in December. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Enough going down memory lane. I might be doing that soon with some writing about Roma over Christmas. But um, should we talk about Thursday? Um, yep. Roma play Sheriff Terrasport. Um, I think the Moldovan League is on a on a bit of hiatus at the moment. Yeah? At the moment, yeah? at the moment, um, Sheriff haven't played since the third of December. 
Um, I think they are on their winter break. Um, they're top um, by six points. Uh, and they lost the last game they played in, which was a 3-1 away defeat on Sunday, the 3rd of December, against FC Balti. Um, and apologies if I'm absolutely botching that. But Roma do go into this game. They are already qualified. And they're hoping for a sort of a miracle for Servet to get something against Slavia Praha. But push comes to shove. Roma, I'm not going to sound as ignorant and uh, as most football fans do. I'm a bit blasé. Roma should win this comfortably, shouldn't they? They should, but I'll go back to say, Scott, is uh, besides Lukaku, which because he's not playing on um He'll play Thursday. Sunday, yeah, he'll, he'll play. play yeah, for sure, he'll play Thursday, Scott. I'm telling you, if you have a chance to rest a couple of guys, you know Mancini was even hurting, right? If you oh know, yeah, yeah. If you have a chance to rest a few guys, I would, Scott. I, I, I think with a lot of our backups, I think we could still beat Sheriff. And first place is not even in our hands, so I would take the conservative route. I think we would still and we should win regardless of who we play. But I think we should mess rest, excuse me, as many players as we can. Um, I'm not saying to rest the whole eleven, but rest, you know, guys that absolutely need it, uh, because it's going to be very hard to overcome Slavia. Even if we do rest, even three, four, five guys, whatever the case is, I feel we should still win comfortably on Thursday. So you would probably see Spila back three. I think Evan and Dickus. Or is suspended for this game. Oh, great! So we can't even rest Mancini. <laughs> can't even rest. You could go play. You could play a back four and go. Yeah, you can. Or back three of Celic, um, Lorente, and Mancini, Karsdorp, Seleski, probably Paredes, Awa, Pagano, and probably El Shrari and Belotti up top. Or Bove. I think Bove. I think they're going to play Lukaku, Scott, because he's not playing. Yeah, um, yeah so you have Balotti and, Balotti and Lukaku up front. That's that's a winner. That's a decent 11. I'm glad you didn't mention Cristante. I think he should rest, really. Yeah. He's played the most minutes, I think, out of this Roman team this season. But, yeah. Um, I think it is down to rotation. Because you've got the big running going in, and no disrespect to Sheriff, they've they twice they beat Real Madrid a couple of years ago in Madrid and shot the world of, of, of European football and world football, and, and did well in the Champions League when they were in it. Um, and they've done they've done okay this year. I think they've got is it just yeah one point? Um, I think which was Sheriff so, they tied the uh, Servette. Servette. So one point is not bad in a in a group where they weren't supposed to do anything. They were ahead against Slavia, Scott. They yeah, they, they could have got they could have got bad. something yeah, yeah, they did get humbled game two. And to be honest, they gave Roma a good run in the first game in Moldova. And Roma were quite fortunate. I think it was the first that was the first Roma's first away win in like nearly a year in yeah, Europe. I'll say Scott that's uh, more of us being poor away. Yeah, that's true. Uh, We've talked about that till we're blue in the face, but 
Roma do have the depth. I know that Christensen and Asman can't play. I think if they could play, they probably would have played. Like you still got the injuries going on. So, well, Asman's injured. They're they're yeah. saying he might be just like Dybala, which is a week, a week or two, a week. Do you, yeah, just, so... do you reckon it was just an impact injury after the fall that he had? He tried it could to be, it. but he sprinted yeah. like seventy yards after yeah. he did that. So it was kind of strange. But luckily, if they are just a week and they miss one game, because Napoli's going to be massive. Because I personally think yeah. Bologna is not going to keep up with the pace. I think they're they're, they're more susceptible to drop points, right? So the big one is definitely Napoli can't overlook next week. But, yeah, it's too bad they can't play Thursday. They give other guys rest. And then Allegri versus Mourinho to uh, to end the year. Scott, I can bet my my life savings on it. I can bet my life savings, Scott, that game, there will not be more than one goal for either team. Uh, three five two versus three five two. Uh, it's going to be a one nothing. Yeah, right here. It's one nothing. Most likely, Juve, but it's going to be one nothing. Gatti header, fifty eight, sixty minutes in, and I yeah. just might cry to end the year. Um, but no, talking about Thursday, uh, it, I imagine it'd be a packed out Olimpico. Good to end the qualification for the latter parts of the Europa League on a high because Roma's forming. At home, it's been good, but away, it's been patchy. Do you just see a rotated squad just end the, the group stage on a high and hope for the best? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I I think Servetta's obviously played better. They might, uh, they'll definitely play better against Slavia, but Slavia playing home, it's too tough. It's mm. going to be tough for them to get anything. So for Roma's case, uh, rest the guys you absolutely need. If you got to play Celic as a center back, do it, get a minutes there and, uh, uh, just hope for the best and yeah, just go from there and see who you get at second place in most likely that's who they end up being and hopefully they get a favorable draw. Yeah, because it's the Champions League. Champions League ends Wednesday evening. So technically we'll probably know who finishes third. And if there's a miracle in Czech Republic, Roma well, we could finish top. Um, Scott, can you see a, uh, the most Roma thing ever where Slavia actually lose, but then we don't gain three points? <laughs> and like, like Roma batter Sheriff and having like 30 shots on goal, nil-nil or one all or something like that. Nah, we'll probably just get FM'd like that. Uh, <laughs> no, I think not to be disrespected because Sheriff have done well in Europe in the last couple of years. I think Roma have the quality to get a result again at home. Roma's home form this year has been quite good. I think it's only AC Milan this season to pick up a victory away at the Olympico. I could be wrong there, but I think it is just AC Milan, isn't it? It is. It's definitely just AC Milan. So Roma's home form has been the winner this, this season. And in Europe, because they've won the two games, but they should be able to get something. And just fingers crossed and just hope for Servet to get anything in the Czech Republic and just Roma to run a mark, score goals, and hope for the best. But we'll have to wait and see. Never know. Belotti could get a hat-trick. Lukaku could get form in Europe again and just hope for the best. And I want Belotti. I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. I, I want Belotti to score on Thursday because it needs to give him confidence uh, against Bologna. Confidence into when he plays. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, for sure. Um, do, you, do you have anything else to add? You could talk a little bit about Serie A or do you have anything more to add? I, I just wanted to mention something about the calendar. What I wanted Roma to get out of this tough stretch um, that's coming up is I wanted, and they already fumbled it literally the first game starting from Fiorentina. I wanted them to just at least win the home games and show their their strength and their strongest asset, which is playing at home with the crowd. Yep. I want yep. I wanted that now that you fumbled this against Fiorentina, you have to find a way to see if you could pick up a result in one of these away games coming up. So that's that's gonna be a, a tough, tough task. But I, I hope Roma can at least shit house one away. Cause I, I went into this looking at the schedule saying, okay, how can we be in contention for top four after this tough stretch. If they were to beat Fiorentina, Napoli, and I think it's Atalanta at home, mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, that's not too bad. Even if you lose Juve away, I even mentioned Bologna away and Milan yeah, it's away. AC Milan away, yeah. Yeah, but I mentioned. Sandwiched in between a Coppa Italia game against Cremonese. Exactly. I, I mentioned if you can just win your home games where you're absolutely strong, the only loss you had this year, you're very poor, was Milan, and you had the uh, Patricio. Uh, you know, madness. He didn't obviously he didn't play well, so he had a lot of things going on. You really you had Lukaku like just coming in, so you really didn't have much understandable. But since then, you've been strong at home. That that's where I want to Roma saying, okay, all the home games, win them, and then the away games. Uh, you know, obviously try to try your best to at least come out of a result. But I wouldn't be mad. But now they have to get a result because they fumbled the bag earlier this season. They have to get a result in one of these away matches coming up. No, I totally agree. Um, I've, I've, I watched a couple of games this weekend and I missed the game Saturday cause I was out in London. I'd rather not talk about that after watching Swindon lose four nil and the trains in, uh, in the <laughs> UK to, recently. You love to support two just basket yeah. case clubs. It's ah, crazy. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Two basket case, like one's okayish on on the field and one's off the field with Swindon. It's not great, and then Roma is just yeah. I, actually, I don't mind it. Like I like as Ant- Antonio Conte and that Mister Simeone like to say, we have to suffer, and you have to suffer as football fans. But like I watched a couple of games yesterday in Serie A. Bologna looked good for 70, 75 minutes and then just wilted and could have, lo- could have dropped points at the end. Everyone tried to injure uh, Salamakas for Salonatana. So I've I watched Bologna's last couple of games and they do look really, really good. Thiago Motta is, is going somewhere as a coach after his failings at, I want to say Genoa previously. Um, like I watched the lunchtime game, Torino Frosinone. Your boy did well. Your boy coached his his team really well and got a good point. Oh, I yeah. Just, think, with what you said earlier, because there's a little... I missed a game Saturday, and I didn't watch the Juve game because, <laughs> to be honest, it's like Allegri versus Mazzari. It feels like it's 2011 all over again. <laughs> like Milan versus Napoli, 2011 and stuff like that. Or like is calorie size versus Mazzari's Napoli size. So I'm like watching Calcio from like 2008 and 2009, and Matt's good Mad Mad Walter just tapping his watch every five minutes. <laughs> but I like it's intriguing to watch the games this weekend because I think Juve are playing away at Genoa, so that's a good game to watch. 
Serie A is open from like third onwards. Like Very much top, so. Yeah, the top two is the top two. It's Juve and, and Inter. And you were and there as I said last week. You were there, Scott. Before you continue, it's because to me mm. they play once a week more so than yeah. the squad being yeah. great. Like Inter for me are the team to beat because they play in Champions League and they play in um, they play in obviously Serie A and every cup they can possibly play. And they're still battering teams. Like they have a well-rounded squad. Juve are, are good. They're decent. But them playing once a week is is obviously helping them a lot more. Yeah, uh, Inter are the best team in in Italy by far. And what Definitely. I've seen this season, and it's and it's scary what Inzaghi's done to this team because he's added depth to his team. Um, do you think Roma have overachieved this season? In Serie A so far, we're, we're what, 15, 14, 15 games in. Just there's a little bit left to end the year. Would you expect where you expected them to be after the poor start to the season? Uh, that's a good question. I think I think Roma have uh, played right around where I expected to, not in terms of the position, but in terms of um, their style and some of the games they lose or tie, which they shouldn't, and the big teams. I mean, they haven't shown anything about, you know, on a consistent basis beating big teams. So they show me exactly what I what I sort of expected. I expected maybe a little, little better. So, yeah, you could. I expected a little better because we got Lukaku and then we have Lukaku Dybala in terms of results. Um, but being fourth... I didn't expect them to be fourth now, not because of how they've played. I think it's because of how other teams have, are doing around them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So having Milan, uh, the way they're playing, Scott, I don't know if you watched. So I was going to mention myself is the weekend games. I watched mostly Saturday, Sunday was, was kind of, I uh, was kind of busy up until the Roma games. So I, I really couldn't watch the morning games for me, but I, I watched the, uh, the Atalanta Milan game and take a look at, at that type of game. Milan is, you know, to me, Atlanta have been struggling a little bit lately. They've been slipping. They come up against Milan, and Milan didn't look good at all. And Atalanta took advantage. Wonderful back heel from Muriel. Oh, that's um, a great goal. Great, great goal. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Teams around them have underachieved. So Milan is one example. And I watched the Verona-Lazio game. It's the morning for me at 9 a.m. And so you had the 2 p.m. kickoff or 3 p.m. local time kickoff. Yeah, we exactly. Don't- we don't get that in the UK because it's a stupid blackout rule. Blackout so when I saw rule, the yeah. result at halftime of the Swindon game, I was just like, oh, interesting. And then Verona and a player in Duda get sent off. Get sent off, but you know what? Lazio wasn't dangerous, Scott. They weren't dangerous at all. They didn't play well. They did not play well at all. We played better against Verona in the loss than they did in the tie. And I'm telling you, they did not impress at all. Same with, like I said, Milan. So you're right. Everything, well, what I was saying before is, Everybody around them seems to be underachieving. Even Napoli, I, I oh, caught yeah. the game on Friday, yeah. and Juventus and Napoli they could have, like I know Napoli had some chances, but they could have played Scott another two days, and I felt it would have been very hard for Napoli to score. That's not Napoli of last year. I know Juventus are tough to break down, but you go from beating Juventus five one last year to one zero. Yeah. Exactly, it's not the same. So I found the te- I find the teams under uh, around them have been underachieving, which is great news for us. Trust me, I always want them to drop points. That's what I'm saying. If we do just a little better and we have this 
killer instinct. That, that's the word that came up for me today. If we just have that killer instinct to finish off teams and actually beat who we're supposed to, and then just show a few times good showings against a good side, you're not going to beat the good sides every time. But even if you have uh, an even record with them, you win one, you lose one against them, that goes a long way in just achieving top four. That's what they, they need to get to if they want to make it. But yeah, in the end, I, I find they're right around where I expect them to be. Um, but I find other teams around them have been underachieving. There has been some underachieving teams. One won the league two years ago and one almost won the league during the COVID season. Um, and it's the Cross City rivals. Um, but they've done okay in Europe. It's just... I wonder if like playing Champions League footballs may have caught up with Lazio or it's Sari style, but probably a bit of both. A bit of both, and just and not having an actual striker, Scott hurts. Yeah, uh, to me, Mobile's finish and Tati Castellanos. I don't know. I wouldn't even want him on Roma, to be honest. I don't. I don't see anything in him. I did score four goals against Real Madrid last season. Yeah, I know it's one time, Scott, but over his span, I I don't know what the way he's played for Lazio. I haven't been impressed. Someone who's impressed me more, someone like Xerxes for Bologna, way, yeah. way more than Tati yeah. than Tati They do. Look, to be honest, Lazio have a good winger. Is is it Isaacson, the right winger, slash yep. left footed player? He looks he, he looks a handful when he came on against Calgary. But there's just so many teams that I would expect to do well have been underachieving, and I just feel Roma have done okay-ish. They've won the t- sort of games that I would expect them to win at the Olympico. They've just been very disappointing away from home. Like, And also the start of the season was rancid. It, getting one point against San Antonio and Verona and then getting absolutely humbled by AC Milan was just an embarrassment. And you sort of thought, ah, is this already a wasted season? But they've bounced back in games, but then you had the Genoa game. But I think ever since that, there's been more ups than there's been more downs. I think yes, you're yeah, right. I I yeah. absolutely agree. Like Torino was, uh, it was like a kick in the teeth, but played on that pitch a couple of days after the sheriff game was not the end of the world. The Genoa game was just a disaster from start to finish, and then then we had not the worst derby, but an underwhelming Rome derby. Apart from that, there was the inter last where. 18 minutes of Dow football. It was just a attack versus defense, but yeah. But Scott, even if you, and it's, it's just the away, away form. Even, right. But even if you keep those games the way they are, even if you keep the general game, if you would just win the first two games of the season, the Salernitana Verona, and you don't fumble to me again, a team like Torino that doesn't score much. You have five minutes left. You don't fumble that right there. Well, it could be second. I, it could be second. Yeah. They exactly that that right there is is um it's two four that's seven that's seven points mm. or if you want to say okay Torino away we're not good you know the draw it's whatever fine but then getting a point uh, even a point against Milan is something I would have expected at home away I do not expect it but at home against Milan I, I expect better than the loss we had so even if you get a point there you actually stop Milan from getting three so you get. Again, the first three games, you you win two, draw one. You're right there. You're probably even third place at that point. That 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 right there is is uh, it's six points more than what you have. Or if you take mm. the Torino game, even if you forget Genoa, Inter Milan, 
you know, even if you get those bad games replayed really, really, really bad, like against Genoa, even the first two games or three games, or if you want to add Torino, those those are the, the four games I always looked at. If we don't fumble that, I'm actually okay with the tie against Fiorentina. I actually would not be mad because we'd have seven points more than what we have now, and we'd be uh, eight points ahead of Fiorentina uh, and seven ahead of Napoli. Even if you just take the first two games, we'd be five or six ahead. I would be totally fine with that. But again, this is what happens. When you have that at the beginning, you can't mess these games up now. Because you're playing catch-up. Um, I think yeah. we pretty much wrapped it up. Um, do you have anything else to add before we wrap this up? No, that's all for me. <laughs> do you feel better? I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't. I'm too angry to, to go on any further. Too frustrated. <laughs> But do you feel better now? Yeah, I feel better venting a bit. It just it was so frustrating yesterday on my birthday, Scott. I just wanted a win to be nice and ease at it. It would have just been it would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been nice, but deep down inside I don't think it's the the worst thing to happen in the world. At least it didn't end in a defeat. That could have been catastrophic. That could have been bad, bad, bad going into this run of form, but Guys, you can follow us at lamagicast.com. You can find all our previous 230 episodes on the website. And you can find us on all podcast platforms, so your Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. Joey, we are in the, the very busy period coming up to Christmas and New Year, and there is games coming up every three to five days. So we'll be back Thursday after the game because, Joey, it's an early kickoff. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think Slavia, they play at the same time too, uh, I'm not mistaken, yeah, right? They have I, I imagine both with the group, with the finale of the group games, they play at the same time. Time. So, yeah, we'll know the result of both. Yeah, it's an early kickoff yeah. on Thursday. Hopefully we have a hopefully we have a good showing and just forget what happened with Fiorentina and just get their, get their minds ready for, for Thursday. Thank you for joining me on this Monday evening, on Monday late evening, oh, late afternoon, early evening for yourself. I hope you still got cake left over from yesterday, if you had cake. Uh, you know what, Scott? Disappointing enough, I did not have cake yesterday. No cake, Joey. Thank you, for Joey, for joining on his last ever podcast. <laughs> <laughs> next next week, I, um, um, I had, because... Always around this time when I try to celebrate uh, uh, my birthday with, with family, they always have work Christmas parties because this is around ah, the time. Yes. So, so yeah, we're actually going to get together a few of us next week and then there will be cake. So it just didn't happen for this weekend. I'm disappointed in you, Joey, but enjoy the cake <laughs> next week. I enjoyed, I no, enjoyed a meal. I treated myself to, uh, to sushi after. So after that loss, I had to ah, treat nice. myself some way. Yeah, so I went with nice. that instead. I had- I had, so me and my friends went out uh, Saturday after the game. We went out in Clapham in London, found a nice restaurant, there. quite good food. Yeah. Yeah, they in, do. In, in London. Uh, there's some good places in London, so Clapham is quite nice. It was right next to a tube station, which is always a result, and I had some fried chicken. Chicken and Ooh. chips in a, in a sandwich, very, very nice. Yeah, nice way to uh, end a Saturday, but well, <laughs> we can talk about food on another podcast because our our producer Sam loves food and he always loves to send me food pictures so we could have a food podcast in the summer we definitely should take a break from Roma (laughs) hey 
could talk about Italian food. Um, but no, Jerry, thank you for joining me on this Monday. We'll be back Thursday after the game to, re- to review the game against Sheriff and then talk about the big game on Sunday where Roma potentially could shit house a 1 0 win. It's on the cards, it's going to bound to happen. Um, but no, enjoy the rest of your week, enjoy the Champions League football, enjoy the Europa League football and the Conference League, and we'll be back Thursday. Cheerio. Ciao.